You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 246 on this Thursday morning here in Australia. It is bright and sunny. We continue to have these beautiful, bright, sunny blue sky days, but where we live, we are 100% reliant on rainwater here. We don't have town water. We're 100% tank water in this whole village. Um, So we really do need some rain for the trees, for the plants, but also for us to live and have showers and drink water. So actually starting to hope for a little bit of rain as we come into some warmer weather here in Australia. But wherever you are around the world, I hope you are surrounded by incredible people as always. And we can help you on that pathway to financial freedom. Now, today I want to continue with a little bit of the running theme that we've been talking about myth busting. So did a myth busting episode a few episodes ago, and I want to do another of the common myths today. I want to tackle one of the common myths and just really talk about it, have an open discussion about some of these things, because whenever there's confusion, whenever there's doubt, whenever there's fear, people tend to not take action. And so when there's confusion and doubt and fear over these myths that are in their head, they're either in your head or they're in the people you're talking to. Uh, it's going to stop them from getting into action. They're not going to make a decision and they're going to make, well, essentially not making a decision is a decision to stay in exactly the same place. So they are going to make a decision. They're just going to make a decision to not change, not join your team, not order your products, not be part of what you're creating. And again, sometimes it can affect us. We can have a lot of challenges and doubt and self-belief as we go. So I want to talk about the myth of you need to get in early. And you hear it a lot. Well, missed the boat on that one. And it's obviously a very strong selling proposition for some people when people are out there saying, you know, brand new company, ground floor opportunity. We've all heard about the ground floor opportunity. And, you know, it's (laughs) it's all about selling timing and selling timing as the single greatest key factor. And if you miss timing, you miss the boat. And you know what? These things happen. Now, there are so many factors to it, and we can look at it in many, many ways. But the reality is, yes, timing is a factor. Timing is one of many factors that are going to determine your success, because there are going to be points where timing is advantageous, more advantageous than dis- than a disadvantage. It's disadvantageous. Advantageous. I don't actually know if that's a word, more of an advantage than a disadvantage, right? But in all periods of timing, whether you're getting in early, you're in the middle or, you know, later on and when a company is totally established, there are pros and cons. The reality is in everything, there are times where it's good and times where it's bad. And it's just going to happen if you happen to combine timing with so many other factors like your own skill set, your network, where your mindset is, you know, right vehicle, right timing, right you. I did an episode earlier on this year, I think it was, I can't exactly remember, talking about the three ingredients we need for success, right vehicle, you got to have the right company that aligns with your values and who you are. If you don't really care about health, it's very hard to sell a healthcare product, you know, that kind of thing. You have to have the right timing as far as your mindset, okay, and again, the right you with your work ethic. So when we say right vehicle, right timing, right you, it's not about the timing is the only factor in the timing of the company. 
But timing about you is important. Are you in a position where you are willing to do what it takes? Because yeah, I found network marketing 20 years ago and it was definitely the wrong time. And this company is still now a very, very established company. You could look back and say, well, I could have got onto that company 20 years ago, but it was totally the wrong timing for me because I was a complete mess. I was still a, a university student. I still cared more about partying and having fun than grades and all those important things. And, and again, it was a healthcare product as well, a health and wellness product, health and wellness industry. So here I am drinking and partying all weekend. And I'm trying to say, oh yeah, also you should you know buy these vitamins off me. Like it's not gonna work, right? But I wanna look at it from other points of view as well because getting in early, yes, there are going to be advantages of getting in early. I just did a, a training with our VIPs today, just talking about you know when you are that pioneer and you're kind of creating new ground and creating new roads. Like there are back end advantages. So if you're willing to sit there and stay behind the wheel, keep driving, keep working, doing all those sorts of things, then yeah, you get to create a team. But there is the reality of when things start, there are so many challenges. And there are so many challenges as far as the corporate team haven't really established themselves yet. You probably don't have a complete product range. Your company's going to launch with a basic product range. And then five, 10 years later, they're going to have all these new products and other people are going to come in when there's all these incredible products and people are like, oh man, this is amazing. You say, oh, we didn't have those products 10 years ago. I know for Angie and I, you can sit there and say that timing for us was certainly a factor. And yes, timing of where the company was combined with the timing of us getting married, wanting to start our family, having been through our 20s separately, but like had both gone through our 20s and kind of really established good work ethics and financial mindsets and had been in business and investing before, before we kind of got into this. So we had good timing for us that did align in certain ways there and just the timing of our life that we had worked, we had saved some money, we had started investing, all those sorts of things. We were attending investment courses, financial mindset courses. And one of our very first dates, here's a story I've probably never told before, but one of our very, very first like kind of proper dates was actually like a two day business seminar. Like I invited Angie away for the weekend with me and took her to a two day business seminar, right? Um, probably not the most romantic thing. And, and we still went and had dinner and, you know, had, had stuff and, and beautiful things like that on the, uh, after the event, but we spent a lot of the time sitting there, but that's also because when, again, the timing of us finding each other was, was very much the right time because where we both were in our life and what we wanted out of, a partner of someone that we were going to be with. It had to be, we had to be in alignment emotionally, physically, relationship wise, like all those sorts of things, but also financially. So there are all those sorts of things. But I also remember when we started, we started with such a basic product range. Now we don't know what we don't know. So at the time we didn't know what we didn't know, but there were real big challenges because the product range was so basic, so limited. Retention was incredibly hard incredibly, incredibly hard. I know for our company, it was years until we got like a sort of, you know, vegan friendly range. So it was impossible to retain people with a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. It was years before we got, you know, performance products. So it was really hard to find people who were really wanting to push their performance and go to the gym and retain them because we didn't have those whole ranges of products, right? So yes, you can get in early, but you're also going to have challenges where 
the company is still establishing themselves. Their like their support team, the corporate team, the events that they put on, the product range, the compensation plan. So many challenges that come with that. Also remember, again, I was just sharing this story with our VIPs, but um, you know, little like the events were the corporate events. Again, we didn't know what we didn't know, but the the corporate events were so small compared to you know the future years and stuff like that. You know, fifty or sixty people in a convention room, but even the original events, like what we would now call associate run events, we didn't even know that title at the time because there was no field leadership. There was no one around us that knew what they were doing. It was just the blind lead in the blind. And we started doing, you know, associate run events, like sort of small team trainings and stuff like that. And one of the guys offering us his garage gym, because it was about the only place we could find that we could all meet. And so we're sitting there in this garage gym. It's hot. It's dusty. There's no air conditioning. There's no seats. People are just sitting on boxes and and bench press benches and stuff like that. And again, there were like 10 people there and we're trying to run this training. And to sell the vision, to sell leadership, to sell this is the place that you should put your ladder against and spend the next five, seven, 10 years creating financial freedom, and you're sitting there in a dusty garage gym. And again, we didn't know what we didn't know, right? At the time, it just seemed like the right thing to do. And to an extent, it did. But at the start, it is hard work. It is lonely, hard, difficult work. And we just had to grind it out. We just had to keep going, grinding and grinding, grinding until things started to establish. So do you need to get in early? No. Are there some advantages? Yes. Are there other challenges? Yes. Okay. Can Are there other advantages? Yeah. Where When you go out to people, they haven't heard of your company. They haven't heard of your product. That is an advantage. It's a short-term advantage, right? But again, you can go out and say, have you heard of company X? And generally at the start, the answer is no. And it's a very easy way to introduce the conversation. It's a very easy way to break the ice with people. It's a very easy way to create curiosity because there's a very high chance that they haven't heard of the company. Now, again, that's a tactic that works in early days when you're just launching with a new company, a new product, new industry, new country, anything like that. But it's not going to last forever because, again, as the table turns, as the company becomes more established, as more people start going to events, as more people start using the products and talking about them on their social media, as all those sorts of things, people start hearing more. And often, you know, it can be good. It can be bad. You know, we can't control. Uh, there's there's always negativity around our industry out there. So a lot of the times they're just going to hear the bad stories because people love to gossip about the bad stories of network marketing scams and blah, blah. Oh, my goodness. Like, don't do that. Like, you know, or you, your whole life will end if you join one of those things. Right. And then later on, you know, later on timing wise, when you're with super established companies, there's many advantages to that. There's disadvantages because, yes, could the market be a little bit saturated? Well, we talked about that in the previous myth busting episode. Yes, like the market isn't saturated if the problem still exists. But yes, you have to be better with your marketing. You have to be better with your skill set because you can't just reach out to people and say, have you heard of company X? They're going to sit in there and say, yeah, I've had seven people tell me about that company this last week. So you've got to be better with your marketing, selling your solution, branding yourself. But you're also going to have all the advantages of established company, great events, like no supply chain issues. No, Again, I remember being, you know, that we were, Angie and I were asked to be part of our company expanding over into Europe many years ago. And we were there running events and, and just being part of that. 
And again, just just mistakes happen, right, in new markets and established company, but new market. And there was all this excitement and all this kind of stuff. And the research they did or, or whatever they did, they, they just, they made a mistake. And, you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes, but they just completely misread the demand for flavors. And so when the company launched, the first couple of weeks were just crazy. And what they found was that, I mean, I can't remember the exact numbers, but like 70, 80% of people were all ordering this single flavor, which in every other market in the world was kind of the least popular flavor. But over there, it was like four or five times more the demand of all the other all the other flavors combined. And so two or three weeks in, they've run out of the most favorite product uh, in the range. Again, like these little mistakes happen. And so there was all this huge excitement and launch and all that stuff. And then people are, you know, already three weeks in, four weeks in, there's negativity, there's people complaining, there's all these people like demanding refunds and all that kind of stuff, like just because one ingredient, like one product flavor, just they ran out of supply for short term. Now, again, when you start early and you like say, well, you got to get in early, the ground floor, all that kind of stuff, when mistakes happen, they are enormous and they are enormous. And again, there's no field around you to sort of absorb it. There's no field leadership. There's no culture and community to hold people together. So when people say this is a ground floor opportunity, there is also the reality that, well, when the thing collapses, the people at the very bottom get hammered the most, right? Like all the rubble falls on the people in that ground floor. We have to look at it from an investment point of view, from a business point of view. Again, not every company is going to survive. Our our industry is no different to every other real world business out there that most businesses will fail within five to 10 years. Our industry isn't immune. We've had big, big, big established companies fail over COVID. Brand new ones pop up and then disappear just as quickly. There was a, a big one in Australia that popped up during COVID and then it was shut down because, yeah, they were doing some illegal things. Um, it was highly illegal things and, and it got a huge amount of bad press. And the number of friends who found that company and, and saw it as a, a ground floor opportunity got really, really stung, really burned because it wasn't just that they couldn't get their money back out. It was an investment company. So they put money in and couldn't get their money back out. But then all their network also couldn't do that. So they didn't just lose money. They lost their network. And that, I mean, just horrible. And this is, again, it's not exciting. It's not positive, but it's a reality that there's no guarantee that the company is going to survive. And what we sell is join this company and stick with us for five to seven to 10 years and create financial freedom. You know, that's the the dream that we sell. And so when people sit there and say, yep, I'm going to dedicate five to seven years to this company, 10 plus years, and then the company collapses after three, and then they're sat there and like, I've just worked my butt off for three years for nothing. There, unfortunately, those stories, those stories are in our industry. They're in every industry. They're, they're everywhere, right? But that's also a reality. That's one of the biggest challenges of getting in early is, well, is your company still going to be paying paychecks next week, next month, next year? You're going to be doing all this work. You're going to be using up trust and brand equity with your friends, your family, your network, people who are close to you. And you're going to say, trust me, join this company. This company is the company. And then it collapses. Like I mean, that can, that can just be brutally horrible, right? So again, there's, there's no magic figure. Right? There's no exact number. It's simply, yes, timing is a single factor 
And that factor is going to align with your skill set and your own timing in your life. Angie and I happened to join a company and the timing of the company timed well with where we were. We also had skills because we'd run businesses before. We'd like made financial decisions. I was running a business at the time. We had invested. We'd attended courses. We read books. We did all these things. As a physiotherapist, I knew how to talk to people. I knew how to ask good questions and get the correct answers so I could diagnose them. I'd been doing that 10,000 hours, you know, over and over and over again with patients, one after the other, after the other, after the other for years. So all those things combined and it worked for us, but unfortunately it didn't work for so many other people. Because even though we had some skills, some marketing skills, we didn't have leadership skills. We didn't have team development skills. I had to grow them. As a boss, I could tell people what to do. I had to grow leadership skills. So if you've been doing this for, let's say, anything under 11 years, but even just say you're new, you've found this podcast, and you've been doing this for a year or so, and you've made $50, you've made more than some of the people we brought in 11 years ago. Now, they got in well before you, right? They got in 10 years earlier than you, but they didn't make a cent. And part of that was on me. Part of that was on Angie and I because we didn't have our own skill set yet. We didn't have systems or tools. We didn't even have Zoom back then. We actually, our, our original team calls were calls where you have to pick up the phone and people would have to dial in because we didn't have the technology of Zoom just yet. Imagine the technology we're going to have in 10 years time. No, remember what we had 10 years ago. Remember what we had 20 years ago when you had to give people a VHS or a DVD and hope they gave it back to you because each of those DVDs cost you like $5. So you'd want to know they were going to watch the video. Now we just send links directly from our phone, right? It's like crazy, right? But again, in those days, it was really challenging because we didn't know what we were doing. So the timing was good for us in certain ways, but it was really challenging for us in certain ways because We didn't have leaders around us. We didn't have field development around us. We didn't have events around us. We just had to figure it out ourselves. And we made a lot of mistakes. Those mistakes have kept us going. Those mistakes have built us those skills. And this leads into, and we'll do a whole podcast episode on it, but really, you know, only the people at the top make money. Well, we got to the top because we stuck around. And yeah, okay, you could sit there and say we got in earlier. We got in much earlier. Our company wasn't brand new, but... Our company was already established for 10 years when we got in. It had been in Australia for five years. And so there are people who joined the company years before us who then we came in and out-earned. And there's going to be people who come in tomorrow and out-earn us at the end of the day, right? It's nothing to do with just one single factor. We had to figure it out. We had to learn. We had to keep going. We had to go through all these challenges Yes, it was perfectly timed in our life for what we needed right there, right then with what we wanted to achieve as a family. But guys, you can't just sit there and say this is one thing. So when we're sitting there, if we're having these conversations in our own head of, oh, you know what? Maybe I've missed the timing. Maybe I've missed that and all those sorts of things. Guys, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be benefits. There's always going to be things that are easier and things that are harder. There's never going to be just one perfect scenario where there's no challenges. And if you don't have challenges, how do you grow? You know, if we didn't have the challenges of trying to figure out how to run our own events, trying to find venues, all that sorts of things, we wouldn't have grown as leaders. If we didn't have the challenges of not having Zoom, running team calls, you had to make team calls 
incredibly interesting uh, when you didn't have Zoom because you had to hold people's attention on the phone. You'd just hear like a little bing as people hung up and you'd be doing this training and you're just hearing like bing, bing, bing. And then, you know, like momentum once everyone hears that everyone else is um, like like the floodgate, you break the seal like at university when the lecturer was, wasn't that interesting and everyone's just waiting for like, who's the first person who's going to leave the lecture so then all the rest of us can leave. Like again, you hear all these bings as people are hanging up the phone because your training's so boring, all those sorts of things, right? And I could tell you a million stories from back in those days, but don't get caught up in just wishing it was easier timing-wise. In the words of the late, great Jim Rohn, you don't wish it was easier, we're going to wish that we're better. And we look at the timing and say, okay, well, the timing right now means that some of those things are more like easier over there. Some of these things are more challenging, but you know what? Is it the right timing for me? That's the only timing that matters. Is it the right time for you? You get the right vehicle, you get your own right mindset, and you find the right timing that you're willing to make the sacrifices and get going and you will have success. As I said, we'll we'll roll into, you know, only the people at the top make money as well because those two myths do go a bit hand in hand. They do sort of go together. But the reality is it's the people who stick around. The people who stick around and get to work often end up at the top and you can sit there and look, well, you know, you've been here for 10 years. Of course, you're successful. No, we stuck around for 10 years. Yes, we got in 10 years earlier than us. People got in five years before us. People enrolled with myself and and again, I was just telling a friend this the other day, you know, I enrolled two people in my first week. If you've made a dollar, you've out earned those two people. So those two people got in 11 years ago. You've out earned them if you've made a dollar. If you're listening to this podcast and you made a dollar, even though they started 11 years earlier, they just never wanted to do it. They were happy to buy products, but they just had no interest in anything, right? And so it wasn't the right time for them. It wasn't the right vehicle. It wasn't the right time. Well, they weren't the right people for what we were doing and we couldn't lead them. We didn't have the skills to get them through whatever challenges were in place, whatever roadblocks were in their mind that prevented them from ever going further. Angie and I weren't the right people at the time either. Guys, don't look for external factors. As we sum up today's podcast, if you're looking for external factors like timing, like market waves, like, you know, all all these external factors of where the market's shifting, all that kind of stuff. It's like external factors are small. Yes, they play a small part, but it's the internal factors about you and yourself that are going to make the difference. Because if you get to work, you find the company that you love, you're in the right vehicle and you are willing to do the work, then the right time is now. The perfect time to get into action is immediately off this podcast. That is really the only time that matters. External factors, they are the little sprinkles on top of the cherry, on top of the sundae, right? But it is all intrinsic, internal, about your mindset, your skill set, your desire, your goals, your work ethic. You get those in order and you will have incredible success. There are going to be challenges along the way, but that's where you learn the skills you need to grow. So don't look to avoid the challenges, lean into them, say, this is how I grow. This is how I develop to become an incredible leader. So I can turn around and show people how to overcome those challenges as well. And then I create an incredible team and I become a great leader and I take the money that I'm earning and I respect it and I take care of it and I put it to work and I create incredible financial freedom. And as always, that is my goal 
for you. I hope you got value out of today's episode. We will see you for another one on Monday here on the podcast for me in Australia. Hope you guys have an incredible weekend. I'll catch you all soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.